When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back to the show. Again, I have to say thanks for everybody that listens and anybody that shares it out. Like I said, we're upgrading around here, so it's slow but surely. Today, there is no guest again. You're stuck with me, so I apologize you guys are stuck with me. Um, so this past weekend, Mississippi State and the Pirate played Alabama, and they got their butts kicked. Got a, you know, Mississippi State didn't score a point, and you know, a lot of people are out there saying, oh, I'm so glad that the air, the air Raid is in the SEC. Look at this. Look at that. Because Mississippi State is struggling right now. After the big game against LSU, and I have to admit that uh, I th- jumped on the bad, uh, bandwagon. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, that was quick. Look how they fared. Look how, they, how quickly they played well in the Air Raid with Costello, a quarterback coming from Stanford and everything else. 
So before I get ahead of myself, so this one, I'm just going to kind of put it out there on things with Mike Leach and Mississippi State and the stuff I'm seeing. Yeah, I probably shouldn't discuss or bring up some of this, but it's a lot easier to do it on a podcast form and just talk about it. So I guess the first thing I'm going to say is I don't know why there's so much hate between under center coaches, maybe people that run the triple option, wing T versus spread guys and air raid guys. I don't even know. You say spread and people automatically think air raid. They're spread run, they're spread option. There's just, there's air raid, there's, there's whatever. And so I don't know why there's so much hate. I don't know why there's so much, you know, I think it's if you know the person. So like if I see somebody say something about it, but I know they're kind of poking fun. I might poke fun back. You know, if you guys listen to uh, Coach Chef first podcast or anything, we poke fun because we've all admitted we love offense. They'll watch them all. They'll study them. I watch all of them. I'll study all of them. I don't know as much on wing T stuff. I know a little bit of triple option because I've coached in and played in some of it, but some of it they all know and I don't. And so for me, I know more about spread because I've coached it. That's just me. So I don't know. I, I want to learn it. I want to see what it's about. And so I do study it. I do look at it. I do watch teams that run it. And I don't really want to put anybody down for running. If that's what you're going to run, great. You know, but that's a different language that you're going to speak that I'm not going to speak. So, like, for example, if on a game, unless it's Army-Navy, if there's a game with wing T, triple option under center, whatever, on TV, if they both run a similar offense, but then all of a sudden I have... Uh, Alabama, Mississippi State, even though I know Alabama's going to win. I might watch it because it has more spread stuff, and that's what I'm more into. But am I going to flip the other one? Absolutely. So, one, I just don't understand why we hate each other. We're coaches. We need to help each other out. There's some people out there that do just all want to hate. They all want to be miserable and this and that, and I get it. But at the same time, I just don't, I guess. If that's how you are, great, but keep your comments to yourself. It's one thing to poke fun. It's another to actually go after somebody and talk this and talk that. Another thing is, I understand that some air raid people may be out there, brought this on themselves. Mike Leach is there. You know, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Well, you can't blame some people for saying that because he's gone to, I mean, he's been offensive coordinator at Kentucky with, when Coach Mummy was the head coach and they slowly turned that program around. He was the offensive coordinator for a year at Oklahoma and they did well. And then Oklahoma kind of adopted that offense and kind of had their own twist on it and did really well. You know, Coach Leach has a long coaching tree of coaches that are doing well. And, you know, I know sometimes national championships is what we debated on, but if they're out there winning and changing programs and they're getting kids graduated, they're having success, you know, if a program doesn't win a lot, but they're getting 8, 9, 10, 11 wins a year, all of a sudden somewhere in that range, that's still putting them in a success factor sending them to big-time bowl games and going and doing well, and maybe send them to NFL. And then if Coach Leach and Hal Mummy weren't so... You're seeing air raid stuff all over the place. People run air raid concepts in the NFL. They run them in college. I don't care who you are. So Coach Mummy and Mike Leach had a big impact on the game. So you can't really blame people for saying when he went to Mississippi State how excited everybody was, how he's going to turn around that program, because when he was the head coach of Texas Tech... If you read on it and research it and read his book and talk about it, because of Coach Leach is how they got their stadium. It's how they got this. And he turned that program around. Now, it was a debacle, and you've looked at it. No offense to Keith Clint, uh, Keith Clint, Coach Kingsbury. I can't even talk because I'm so ramped up. Even he couldn't really win and do what Coach Leach did there. And Kingsbury had um, his own 
twist on the air raid. He you know he runs air raid concepts, but he has some other ones that he's come up with. He's done different tags. He runs the ball. He runs a little bit more up tempo than Coach Leach. But you've seen where nobody's done at Texas Tech what he's done. Um, I know Washington State way, 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 way back when had an okay program, but they were down. He shows up at Washington State. Now, it took him a little bit because Washington State was in a worse state almost than Texas Tech. And I think Coach Leach's offense is more geared towards a Big 12. So when he came there to Texas Tech with it, it was able to adapt it more because he was facing defenses that were made, you know, you know, they're, they're, he's facing defense where he was able to go about it. Where SEC, they got bigger, faster kids than they do in the Big 12. He goes to Pac-12, and the Pac-12 is a little bit of a mix. It's kind of, it's a mixture. You have some teams sort of like Big 10-ish and maybe a little bit SEC, maybe, I don't know, maybe not that far, but some Big 10, and then you've got some the Big 12 type stuff. So it took a little longer at Washington State because it's harder to recruit. It's easier to recruit when you're in Texas and you're down there trying to get kids there. It's a little bit harder for them to say, hey, Let's go all the way northwest and play in the rain and the snow in the middle of nowhere. It's hard to recruit kids there, so it's hard to turn around a program there, but he did. It took a while, and so if you look at the overall records that he had, he just turns around programs, and I've talked about it before, and I'm going to say it again. So you can't blame Air Raid. They say it's a cult. I don't want to be in a cult. What do you mean Air Raid's a cult? I don't get when you say the air raid is a cult. Wing T is a cult then. Triple option is a cult. Okay. So you want to talk about cults. I don't want to be part of a freaking cult. Well, if you are a wing T person or a triple option person and that's what you're going with, that to me is a cult as well. So let's not get it twisted. Okay. I'm not trying to burn bridges. I'm not trying to make people mad. But when you say things, you've got to be careful how you say things. So I see that. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, again, it's poking fun. So if it's a poking fun, it's all good. It's all good. But then I'm seeing people argue back and forth. Saying, air raid this. Oh, I'm so glad. Look at this. They don't score a point. Well, number one, it was Alabama. Yes, I understand Old Miss did. And I think Old Miss had the secret formula of Lane Kiffin knows what Alabama's doing. I think up-tempo does hurt Alabama. That's kind of Nick Saban's uh, thorn a little bit sometimes is up-tempo offenses. But Alabama's finding their stride all of a sudden. They're they're starting to catch up. And so it's it's Alabama number one. So I don't want to hear anything about that. So you saw the air raid can work when it was against LSU. Great. The reason why air raid is simple, but it's also a hard thing to adapt. And what I mean by that is you have Costello coming from Stanford that runs a pro style where you know, sometimes it's not necessarily fighting grass and this and that. It's, you know, I know air raid could be like a one, two, three, boom, or hitch or this or that. And I'm just going by what high school guys do with air raid. I know some of us, I know some people do exactly what Mike Leach does and it works. But I understand in college they have to do things a little different. So Mike Leach might run things a little differently than what we're used to. Um, but sometimes in those pro styles, depending on where you're at, that coach might say, hey, we're going to run uh, this play. You're throwing it to this guy or this guy, and that's it. And that's it. And that's what kind of pro styles can be is we're going to run this play, and you're going to throw it to X or Y, and then, boom, we're done. Like, it's it's quick. Sometimes the coach tells you where to throw it. Air raid, Coach Leach puts a lot on the quarterback. So when he calls a certain play, there's some reads. You know, hey, we're going to go from one to two to three to boom. And he's got to find grass. He's got to do this. They didn't have the same install days. Like, they used to have spring ball. They didn't have the summer they had to do it on Zoom, and then when they finally got to do it or whatever, 
So they didn't have as much practice time. Now, in LSU, it worked, I think, just because they were so pumped up to play LSU. They are pumped up because it's Mike Leach's first game. I think they played hard. They weren't sloppy. Now you're seeing them kind of come back down to earth. Costello's not making good reads. And Mike Leach isn't going to change who he is. So Costello's thrown, you know, a lot of interceptions. Um, he's thrown 10 interceptions to only six touchdowns. He's just having a hard time reading it. And then on top of it, I've watched that offensive line. That offensive line is built to run the ball. So, I know people, you know, you hear me say all the time, well, you got to adapt to your offense. And I understand that. And I think that's why you're seeing a little bit more run than we're used to. But at the same time, this offensive line is struggling. I'm not saying that's necessarily because they're built to run the ball. But they're struggling pass blocking when you watch them. So it comes down to sometimes starts at the old line. So when they struggle to pass block and, and they can't make the reads, that's another problem. And I remember a news crew going to Washington State when Coach Leach was hired. And, and the guys were like, oh, we heard air raid without this complex offense. And it really isn't. It just takes a lot of repetitions. And that's why Mike Leach's uh, playbook is not very big because he believes in uh running very few plays and getting good at plays and just repping them over and over and over and over and over again and getting good at them. And so I know what some people are thinking, why aren't they getting good at them right now? Well, now he's starting to see very good defensive coordinators that he has to adjust to. The quarterback, it's all, all on, is on the quarterback. You know, he's not saying we're going to run shallow and this is who you're going to throw it to. He has to leave it up on the quarterback because he's not out there. And anyway, that was Mike Leach that knows that. He believes in hard work, so when you call play and they're not running routes hard, they're not blocking well, they're not doing this, not doing that, that comes down to them, and they need to come into Jesus moment. So a lot of guys are out there saying, you know, oh, we're glad to see, oh, this is what the air raid looks like, and the SEC needs to really sit back and look at it. He is a very good coach, you know, and, they, and they, you know, I know Joe Moorhead, Coach Moorhead, I think he was 14 and 12, and then Quoto got fired. Well, guess what? Maybe they just weren't. There's something else. When that happens, something else is going on. When that happens, stuff that we don't know about is going on that we don't need to know about or anything, and they get rid of them, or they just, you know what? They, I don't know what was going on. When that happens, we just don't know what's going on. So, and maybe it's just, you know what? They just weren't liking what they were seeing, and they said, we want to go in a different direction. And you bring in Coach Leach, who can rebuild a program. He has this aura about him. And I sit here and firmly believe that you give him, here in about two or three years, if we can get to some type of normalcy out of this COVID stuff, you're going to see Mississippi State, you know, arise. And not saying they're going to turn to Alabama, but you're going to see them do well. And I've had to say this over and over. So some people are saying, well, he needs to do this, he needs to do that. The only thing I can kind of, I'm slowly starting to lean towards, I've said this, and I'm going to kind of take it back is, He's not going to call run plays. A part of me thinks maybe it needs to, but he's going to stick to what he does. Yes, a part of me thinks he needs to do ISO. Some of this he needs to do duo or whatever, dart, whatever people want to call it. Maybe he needs to start doing power and handing the ball off because that's what he has right now. And maybe that's what they're going to start doing. I don't know. Um, but it also, it, this takes time. You know, this this offense is playing basketball and grass. And so it's live or die by it. So when you you know, the way the NBA is going, you know, when they shoot a lot of threes, they live and die by the three, and that's what they go by. And so that's kind of what this offense is. It's about rhythm. It's about, you know, getting the feel. And so when there's no rhythm, it's hard to go by it. So I know what people are saying. Oh, well, then start running the ball. Well, he's like a Phil Jackson. You're going to play through it. So you know what? That's what you do. You need to stay by it. That's why it's a system. He's not going to go in and say, okay, let's put in four run plays and prepare for this. 
you know, I got told I got told on a podcast of mine here that you don't go into a game thinking that your your stuff's not going to work or you're going to be behind. And so that's exactly the way he thinks. That's the way Paul Johnson thinks. And Paul Johnson, you know, when the run isn't working, when he was coach, he's not going to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to start chucking all over the place. Maybe they ran a little bit of passes, but at the same time, they did not, you know, get away from his option. Um, so Mike Leach is going to do what he does. And so just, I think people need to take a step back instead of hating. I understand if some people say things and, you, and you're more towards them saying, you know, stupid stuff, that's fine. Maybe somebody says something to poke fun. And that's where we really, we all got, you know, know when someone's kidding, maybe send them a message and say, hey, were you being serious and figure that out? Or instead of hating and saying, oh, this, this, and this. I don't know. You can't sit there and say that Mike Leach is a good coach. Some of the comments that get made, are you trying to say he's not a good coach? Because when he got to Texas Tech in 2000, they went 7-6. and six. I think that was the worst, or 7-5 and five might have been the worst season, which was the next year in 2001. Uh, and uh, so you can't sit there and tell me he's not a good coach because, you know, you're looking at all the statistics. He went to a bowl game every single time at Texas Tech. Then when he got to Washington State, you know, it was a little rough, you know, going 3-9, and nine, then 6-7, and seven, back to 3-9. and nine, So it was just something that he had to adapt. Then he started to do 9 wins, 8 wins, 9 wins, 11. And I know the last one, he was 6-7. and seven. There were some injuries. He had some guys sit out the, at the end. Um, he had a, you know, he trying to bring up a new quarterback. And that's, the, that's kind of the thing with an air raid. You have to have a correct quarterback. The only exception I think you can sit there and say is uh, Minshew, where he came in and was able to pick it up. He's a very rare breed. But if you look at some of the quarterbacks Mike Leach has had, they really have to play in the system and really get a feel for it because it is a rhythm. It is a feel for the game. You're the coach out on the field. You're, you know, you're the three-point shooter. You're the point guard. And so it does take a little bit. So when you bring in Costello, and I know what really hurts this is how well they did against LSU and how well it looked. But instead of sitting there saying, oh, this is what the area looks like in the SEC, it needs to be, okay, what's going on? Really look at it. You know, it... I don't know if some people watch it like some of the people that like the air raid stuff. You know, when the wide receivers aren't running hard, this is what's going to happen. When, you know, like I said, I'll always go back to it. There's times where they run mesh and they're supposed to set up a noose. They're supposed to, you know, like in basketball, post up on the guy. Well, Costello might throw it thinking they're running this way. Or, the you know, the offensive line going giving him two or three seconds and then he's got to get rid of it. Um, and then they're doing the right thing. You know, if he can't see a guy open, he's going to throw it to the running back, which is some people are like, oh, that makes no sense. Um, but that's part of the read. And then the running back, he believes in giving the guys ball, giving the players the ball in space and making a play. So when the running back goes out and they don't make a play, you know, oh, we got to work harder. We got to do this. We got to do that. And that's what he thinks, you know, and yes, a part of me kind of likes the spread stuff where you can pass the ball and run the ball and you have both. But that's his system. That's what they're going to do. So I, I just, I wish people would back up saying, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? When they say, oh, I'm loving that the air raid's this, or Mike Leach needs to change this, or whatever. No, he doesn't, because it's proven. It's not like he's a head coach that's gone from spot to spot and they just never win or only won five or six games and that's it. You know, his overall record, if I'm looking at it right, is 140 and 94, which I think that's pretty good. Um, that's a a 0.598 percent win percentage. And then people are talking about this Alabama thing. He said it right after the game. You know, Alabama is established. Their culture, it's Nick Saban. Um, he talked about they weren't playing very hard. Um, they turned the ball over a lot. They can't hold on to the ball. They can't make catches and stuff. So once they get this full year of practice, and that's what happened at Washington State, they went 3-9. and nine. 
And then the next year they went six and seven, and they should have, you know, uh, been uh, seven and seven. You know, when you watch them play uh, Auburn, they almost beat Auburn, which was an SEC school. And so instead of hating, I'm tired. It comes back to, you know, we hate on each other, and I don't understand it. And we talk about, oh, I'm so glad, you know, Mike Leach is doing this and that. Oh, he needs to do this and that. We don't know. Like, didn't hear any of that when he was at Washington State. The only time you might have heard that is when they played Washington. But Washington had some dudes on the defense. People forget about that. And I don't know why people forget that. They had some studs on defense. And I just don't get it. So can someone out there explain to me why we're glad that the air raid, quote, unquote, oh, the air raid worked? Like, I don't get it. Um He's trying to turn around a program. I know Coach Dormorehead had some stuff there. I know Dan Mullen was doing good there. And people can say this, oh, this isn't going to work in the SEC. Well, you know what? It worked in the Big 12. It was working in the Pac-12. Give it some time. Now, here in three years or four years, if this is still going on, then we can talk about it. But it's the first year. I know they did well against LSU. But LSU, look at LSU and, they, and, and, what, and look at it. Their defense has kind of fallen apart. It is not what it was. You give up, so you know, what was it, 47 points to Auburn? who was struggling, who struggling, in my opinion, a little bit. So you look at LSU, maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was just easier reads because LSU's defense is struggling. I don't know if the guys actually have this formula. And then people talk about when they drop eight, you know, Mike Lynch needs to run the ball. Well, he's not going to call it. If the quarterback sees that there's an empty box, he needs to audible to a run play. That comes down to Mike Leach and the quarterback. So maybe Mike Leach has to go back and say, I'm just going to call the plays and you ain't going to check nothing. Maybe he needs to go to the backup. He looks pretty good and start building on the future. I have no idea. But Costello, you know, comes from this pro style for a long time, comes over here, has to learn this air rate, has to learn this, has to figure out Coach Leach. He's play, and trying to. It's one thing to figure it out in a Pac-12 defense or a Big 12 defense. It is a complete another to try to figure it out in an SEC. And so he doesn't have his players, which I know is not the best excuse, but you don't have the air raid guys. You have this team that's run. And I get it. I've said this a million times. We have to adapt. So, yes, a part of me, the more this goes on, the more it's not going the way I think. Maybe they need to go back. If you guys watch Texas Tech film, he sometimes brought a hand down tight end. He sometimes brought in an H-back that was down in a stance because that's what they did. They used to be just two back. Um, he's starting to slowly get to his line. That, that, I don't know if you want to call it sugar huddle. They stand in the back and then they spread out or they go to a spot and then they move real quick or a shift. And they're starting to go back to that. Maybe that's what they need to do. Uh, maybe he just needs to gallop back and say, this is all we're going to do. Maybe let's go in with less plays. I have no idea. Um, maybe he needs to start talking to Costello or whoever he's going to start a quarterback. He might have to change that and just say, you know, when you see this, we have to go to a run play. I may not call it. He doesn't want to. Or Mike Leach just may have to bite the bullet and start calling run plays or just start out-formationing people and start adding things like that. I don't know. Um, I really hate to say that because it is what it is. But it comes down to the players have to make plays. I know coaches lose, players win games and coaches lose them. But at the end of the day, when you watch the air raid, when they're not making good reads, you know the wide receivers might, you know, not running hard. They're not getting off their defender. They're not um, doing this or doing that. It is very, very, very difficult to succeed. Now their defense is pretty good, so I don't want to give up on their defense. I think I might have read it wrong. Did they have the number one defense in the SEC, or was that Alabama or Georgia? No, it was Georgia. But I think it was in the past couple of games they had some very good statistics with their defense. So this Alabama thing, I, I kind of said it at the beginning of the year. 
they weren't going to beat Alabama. Alabama is on a mission. And so, at the end of the day, guys, we got to give Mike Leach a chance. Um, there's times they move the ball well, then they don't move the ball. You know, it's new coaching staff. They got to get used to Mike Leach. They got to get used to this air raid. It is very simple, but it is a very rhythm type. You got to get a feel for the game. Uh, maybe they maybe they do have to start running the ball, some inside zone stuff. I think maybe that's what they do. You know, I I contradict myself a little bit, but you have to admit when you're wrong or admit when something else might work, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And so I think that we need to get off Mike Coach Leach's back. You know, it's game what five? I think I think it's game five or six for them, and they're trying to figure it out right now. Um, and it's gonna get figured out. So when People say this to, and I see this. To me, that's them saying that he's not a good coach, and there's plenty of information that I shouldn't have to go through to back up how good of a coach he is. Um, oh, do they only bring him in because of his interviews? Or he's going to bring in ratings? Maybe that was a little bit behind it, but you can't tell me when somebody hires an Urban Meyer. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're going to win, but we're going to get some ratings because of what he does. Oh, look at Ed Ogeron. You know, he's a great coach too, but we get some ratings because of what he says. Uh, and this, this, and that. So maybe that was a part of it, but he can coach. He can win. He knows how to win. Um, and he said over and over, give it, give it some time. We're going to have to build it up. We have to play harder. We have to practice harder. It comes down to effort. You know, they try to put guys in the best position to win, and then the players have to go out there and do it. So we need to get off the Pirates' back. He's a great coach. You can't sit there and tell me that you don't look at the air raid and try to study it. So we need to stop paying on each other. I don't care what offense you run. I don't care if you think the Air Raid's a Colt. There are some Colts out there for Air Raid. There's some Colts out there for Wing Team. There's some Colts out there for the triple option. And that's just, it is what it is. Sometimes the truth hurts and someone's going to come after me and say this, this, or that. But I'm just trying to spit the truth of what I see. Now, educate me and correct me if I'm wrong and I'm all for it. But I think we need to get off of his back. Give it some time. We're jumping on the gun, trying to say it's not going to work. Alabama has Air Raid concepts. Ole Miss has some air raid concepts. Okay. Do I go on with teams that you will find some air raid concepts in? Okay, I'm going to stop. So, that was my TED Talk. Welcome to my rant. Um, sorry that was a little rant, but I just, you know, people are talking about this and that, and I'm seeing this, so we need to get off his back and give him a chance. So, guys, thanks for listening. Um, there's episodes with just me. We got some episodes with some coaches. Uh, anytime somebody wants to be, um, <clears throat> excuse me, be on the show, let me know and we'll make, we'll make it happen. You guys want to go over an offensive play, your offense, your defense, special teams, do a presentation. We'll, we'll make it work. You guys just want to get on and talk ball. Let me know. You get on and talk about anything. You let me know. Um, be on the lookout for episodes, college football recaps, Chicago bears recaps, other rants about this. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Please continue to share out. I appreciate all of you. Stay safe. And I'll see you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.